Welcome to The Switch, where we embark on a journey to discover ways to live an eco-friendly and ethical lifestyle. Join us as we discuss all things clean beauty, sustainable living, and everything in between. In each episode, we'll dive deeper into various topics that will help encourage you to live a more conscious life. Have you made The Switch yet? Hey, y'all. It's Noelle. It's BB here. And welcome back to The Switch. Welcome back to episode two. We wanted to first kick off and give a big special thank you to everyone that listened to our first episode. We know it's been a while, but we're back and we're ready. But we wanted to take some time to just thank all of you for subscribing to the podcast, following us on Instagram. Um, So many of you reposted our podcast and um, shared it with your friends and we just received so many messages of support and feedback so we want to give you all a big big thank you yes and i want to second what noelle said thank you so much for the support and all of your reposts your messages it was just really nice to see that you all received us received our podcast well and received us well and we're looking forward to producing more content for you guys we are and if you haven't listened to the first episode go ahead and take a listen you'll learn um, how we came up with the switch and what that means and what products we first made the switch on and on that note if you're not following us on instagram go ahead and follow us at the switch underscore podcast So um, before we dive into this episode, you know, like I said, it has been quite a while um, since we've posted our next episode. So we just wanted to talk a little bit about that as to where we've been, what's been going on, you know, just life. Yes. So we were planning to have our second episode out by February. We're going to try to produce an episode every month. That is our goal so far now that we'll our initial goal now that we have started our podcast we want to produce one episode a month that is what we're going to be trying to do but unfortunately in February I was sick and it is related to COVID-19 I did have COVID and it was pretty rough I was down for a good 10 days where I really couldn't do much And um, just wanted to be transparent with you all and let you all know what was going on and why we were not able to get this, this pot, this episode out for you guys. And, um, you know, we want to be as transparent as possible with you and just let you know that the, this virus is, it's out there and uh, it's real and it can happen to any one of us. I'm a healthy 25 year old woman And I, you know, feel like I eat pretty well, exercise as much as I can. And it it really did affect me um, negatively. So just want to let you guys know that and just be safe, be as safe as you possibly can. And um, hopefully I going forward will be a little safer and be able to prevent myself from getting sick again. And I also wanted to mention that Noelle, she... She was really great throughout my my healing, my recovery, because she sent me two different DoorDash uh, packages. One was a care package that I wasn't expecting. And the second one, I needed some Gatorade and I didn't have the app yet. And I really didn't even have the energy to download the app, you know, make an account or anything like that. That's really how weak and tired I was. So she sent me a bunch of get well soon goodies and uh, I just wanted to go ahead and <laughs> thank her uh, right here on on the podcast. So thank you, Noel. 
Oh, no problem. You guys, we we have to take care of those that we love. Um, so yeah, had to do that for her. Couldn't even, didn't even have to think twice about that. Um, but yeah, I am glad that you are starting to feel better. And, um, you know, like she said, we, we're just excited to be back. So you can expect, hopefully, an episode from us once a month just to get started. Um, but on that note, uh, thanks for understanding, everyone. And we're excited to dive into this episode. So we want to talk about, um, you know, how do you all, the audience, make the switch? If you listen to the first episode, you heard um, wh- how we came up with the switch and what our first switches were. But maybe you were thinking, okay, like that, those are some really cool stories. And maybe you started thinking about how you can do that yourself. So before we dive into that, we want to introduce a segment. Do you want to talk about the new segment, BB? Yes. So we have a new segment that we want to introduce. It's called the Switch Out or Switched Out. And this is going to be a segment where we talk about a product that maybe we have run out of that was an empty and we want to try something new, or maybe we're using something and it's just not working for us. It's not producing the results that we need. So that is basically what this segment is based on. And I want to go ahead and get started with my first switch out, if that's okay, Noelle. Yeah, go for it. So I have been dealing with dehydrated skin probably for the past year or so. I used to think that I had dry skin or just dry skin in certain areas of my face, my face, not faces, but um, I learned that it was dehydrated skin. So I started using a hyaluronic acid serum and it is the Moon Juice Plump Jelly. And I absolutely love this product. It's super hydrating. It's plumping. So your skin just feels like it's just so I don't know how to explain like it's super bouncy and glowy and dewy and it's just so hydrated it looks like you just drank five bottles of water um (laughs) and it's showing through your skin that's how glowy and dewy it makes you but also over time you get those instant results but over time your skin is just more hydrated and it's um able to accept the products that you put on afterwards better as well so that was my switch out actually in january and um my February switch out, I was still, I wanted to, you know, continue with a hydrating skincare routine. And I actually ran out of my moon juice plump jelly and to save a little bit of money because it is a pricey product. I think it's $58. I switched it out with the glow recipe plump plump jelly, which is a very similar product, but to me, it's not as hydrating and it is $16 cheaper though. It gives you similar results, but I still prefer the moon juice. So when I run out of the glow recipe run, I will be repurchasing the moon juice plum jelly. And we will be linking um, all the products we're talking about in the show notes of this episode. But just to ask you, you'd be like, where did, where did you go to, or where can you go to find these different products? So Moon Juice, you can purchase directly from their website. I think it's just moonjuice.com. And they're also sold at Sephora. So Sephora carries their skincare products. And I think they carry a few of their supplements as well. Moon Juice has a lot of different supplements. And they're based on, um, like, what is it called? Adaptogenic ingredients. So they're, they have some really cool, really, really cool stuff. I just purchased their new supplement. It's an immunity supplement, which is something that I'm going to be very consistent about going forward. 
it's called superpower. So if uh, you guys are looking for maybe some supplements, check out Moon Juice and their skincare. Of course, I love their skincare and it's really accessible because they're sold at Sephora. They are a little bit on the pricier side though. So have you tried anything from Moon Juice, Noel? I was just going to say I haven't tried it, but I've definitely seen it in um really like I, i'm really getting into like packaging yeah <laughs> so their really packaging like is their so packaging. cute <laughs> it's really cute okay that's really cool so i'm glad you're finding some products that are working for you i i would say like it really is just such a journey like i think a good comparison is like we'll talk about this maybe another episode but like natural hair <laughs> oh you know yes. you just have to try so many things i think it's the same thing with skincare i'm still on my natural hair journey i my hair noel it's just it's so high maintenance because not just any hair product, curly hair product works for me. There are a lot of products that just sit on my hair. Oh, oh do really you have a switch one. out? I do. Um, my switch out was, so I have dry skin um, and it is like somewhat sensitive, not really to everything, but somewhere in between. So I was using for a while um, the Neutrogena Sensitive Skin Moisturizer, but after a while, like it just felt like it wasn't really absorbing into my skin. It was really just sitting on my skin. Um, so I actually made the switch to this brand called Chorus, and it's the Chorus Almond Blossom Moisturizing Cream. So I they actually sell this. I've seen it in Sephora, but I actually found it at TJ Maxx. And um, here's a plug for TJ Maxx. If you've I'm sure many people have been, but if you've never been specifically the skincare aisle, you can really find a lot of like quality name brand and different products for like a fraction of the price. And BB actually taught me that um, I think back when we were in high school, because I, I never knew like when with TJ Maxx, it was just to pretty much look at clothes and shoes and things like that. Um, and typically, is it cheaper BB because like maybe the company is using like a different packaging or something like that? What I think is going on when TJ Maxx gets these name brand items is either some of these products may be uh, being discontinued by the brand or they're overstock items from mm. specific retailers. You know, I don't know if Sephora is one of the people that are one of the companies that TJ Maxx buys, you know, products like this from, but I just think it's uh, overstock from just different retailers and from you know across the country or whatever that are trying to get rid of products so tj maxx buys them and marshall's is another example and they you get a really good price on them but they're still able to give us a low price and make some sort of profit on it oh okay yeah that makes sense so that was a switch i made i think probably like two three months ago um I also another like product for moisturizer because that's just a big thing for me because I have dry skin. I've been using um actually the CeraVe uh like what's it called? Pro also probably for sensitive skin, so something like that in the title. Now that one, it is very thick. Um, so if you are someone like you know who doesn't like thick moisturizers, it, you know, you may not want to go for this, or honestly, like a little goes a long way. But I really like these switches just because. Um, my skin feels hydrated, you know, throughout the day. I, but whereas before I would put it on and like a couple hours later, I'm dry again. I can see my face looking very <laughs> dry. So that was my switch out. Um, and then the other thing I think we were going to talk about, BB, was just breaking down a little bit 
um, for people that maybe they already know or they don't know, um, there's, you know, a lot of different product, there's a lot of different ingredients in your products and they all have different effects. So um, before this episode, Bibi and I were talking about the difference between humectants, emollients, and occlusives um, and kind of what the differences are and how, what they do for your skin. So do you want to chat a little bit about that? Sure. So when you are building a skincare routine or you're just trying to figure out what is it that your skin wants, what is it that your skin needs for you to maybe heal your skin barrier? Because having a damaged skin barrier can lead to so many different skin issues, including, you know, acne, irritation, contact dermatitis. So those are things we can get into later because I have had a heck of a skin journey uh, for the past four or five years. But just between these three types of skincare products, you can really build a skincare routine that's going to get you to optimal skin, optimum skin health. So let's start with humectants. Humectants are ingredients that pull moisture from the environment into your skin. So a number one example that has become super popular is hyaluronic acid. Hyaluronic acid, glycerin, those are humectants. Those are ingredients that are going to pull moisture from around you and put it into your skin. So these are those things that are going to hydrate your skin. If you have dehydrated skin, these types of ingredients are really going to help you. And then you want some type of emollient to lock in that hydration. So emollients would be your moisturizers. These are uh, things that have oils in them. So any type of moisturizer, maybe like, I think shea butter is a, is a very um, popular emollient. There's so many different products and ingredients, and we can put a few products in the show notes of examples for each of these. So you want to um, put an emollient over your skin after your hyaluronic acid, glycerin, whatever your humectant was, just to seal in that hydration. And then for those that have very dry skin, you want to lock in that hydration and that emollients with an occlusive. An occlusive is a balm. An example is petroleum, like Vaseline, or any of those very super thick, heavy, balmy products like Aquaphor would be another example. And um, I wouldn't say that every skin type would go to the occlusives all the time because I wouldn't use an occlusive every day. I would only use an occlusive if I absolutely need it and I would just spot treat with that. I would not put that all over my face. But somebody like Noelle who has a very dry skin, she could probably use an occlusive more than I would. Yeah, I need that. (laughs) You don't have one in your skincare routine? I think I do because mm, that would be like the last like you said the last thing you put on right yeah and it's normally it's a very thick product but it's not a moisturizer not normally I think I have that I have to look for some <laughs> to try out okay cool well thank you for that little information lesson we're yeah, gonna no definitely problem. do more of those because I'm learning a lot here as well <laughs> Put a, put a disclaimer out there. I am not a dermatologist. I am not an esthetician. This is all just, these are facts. You can go out and, and Google humectants, emollients, occlusives, and you can learn about all this stuff on your own. These are just things that I've researched. Google and YouTube University, right? <laughs> yeah. 
All right, cool. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed our new switched out segment. Um, We're going to try to do these in our episodes. And today we talked about skincare. Looks like maybe next time we'll talk about hair care and um, all kind of different stuff. And on that note, we also wanted to tell all of you, you know, feel free to interact with us, especially over on our Instagram. If you have questions or if there's a certain topic or a story like you want us to talk about, um, or if you have one yourself, who knows, maybe we'll feature you on our next episode. So definitely make sure you interact with us on Instagram. Yes, please do so. And that is going to bring us to the last thing that we really just want to talk about in this episode and base this episode really on. And that is how do you as our audience make the switch? Our last episode, we talked about what the switch is, who we are, what we are trying to do with this platform and what our first switches were, but we don't want it to be all about us. This is about you. This is about our community. And we just want to kind of give you some guidelines. I guess you'd call them right, Noel, of um, Mm -hmm. how you all can make your first switches. So it just really depends on what area of your life you want to start in, whether that be your personal care, whether that be your um, your cleaning, your household, you know, cleaning items. It really is just depends on you and how you want to begin your journey. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think uh, something we're going to continuously reiterate on is that this doesn't happen overnight. You don't have to switch everything in your life. Um, just really, you know, take some time to pay attention to the things you're buying, how you're storing things, um, ingredients that you're using on your skin, on your body, and just take some time to become more aware. Um, Because I think what's important is that, you know, what we're saying is we're not saying you have to do all of this. You don't have to live clean and more conscious, but you might find that if you kind of start paying a little bit of attention, you might really see like, hmm, maybe I am bringing harm to the environment, or maybe I could be um, using this instead of that. So one of those examples is something really simple, uh, something that we all do, I, I would assume, <laughs> is go to the grocery store at some point or to the store in general. Um, and on that note, we really want to encourage you all, let's say you're going down, um, not, it's not an aisle, but if you're in the vegetable section, the fruits and vegetable section, pay attention to the fruit that is freestanding, which means like there's no packaging around it. You can pick one, you can pick a couple and then pay attention to um, the produce that is in packaging. For example, let's say apples, Um, a bag of apples. I don't really know how many are in it. Maybe like 12 might be three, $4. And then one apple itself, you know, it might be a dollar 50 per pound. Yes, that if you equate that compared to the one that's in the bag, the plastic bag, you might get a better deal off the plastic bag of apples. But step back and ask yourself, you know, if it's um, just you or your family or what have it, like, do you need that many or could you just pick maybe three or four? Also, start to think of, you know, when you are at home and you're, you know, cleaning out your fridge, putting groceries up, what are the things that you're throwing away that you actually either didn't eat or didn't eat all of what you bought. Um, But that's just one example, you know, just take the time to go through um, your aisles and just see the different packaging. Because one thing that I realized is there's so much that comes in plastic when a lot of times it doesn't 
necessarily need to. Um, have you run into that before, BB? Or like, what is it like for you when you go to the store? Do you pay attention to stuff like that? I would say I do now, but that's probably only really been within the last two years. I've tried to take reusable bags with me when I go shopping so that I'm not leaving with the store bags because it's really just, it's just so, there's so much plastic in our environment that we just don't need. There's no reason that when you go to the grocery store that when you come out, you need, you have an extra 50 plastic bags now that you're responsible for, you know, recycling or getting rid of. And mo- and a lot of people don't even recycle. A lot of these bags end up in the trash, landfills, oceans, you know, whatever. And just with um, items as well. So if you have a, the option to maybe buy rice that's packaged in a carton box rather than a plastic bag, you know, neither one of them are sustainable really, but the plastic, the um, carton is going to be you know, more easily recyclable than the plastic would be. So just kind of look at things like that or, you know, a glass jar over a plastic jar when you're shopping for peanut butter, jelly, whatever it is that you're buying. And even when it comes to your milks or your alternative milks, you know, look for the cartons over the plastic, just things like that to keep in mind when you're, when you're making your switch to a more conscious lifestyle. It really is. It's really in every category within the consumerism in your life definitely is yeah and I think we're just suggesting the grocery store because or the store in general because that's probably something we all frequent on some type of basis um and another thing on the whole plastic thing like you know if you didn't know sometimes when you check out most grocery stores you can get paper bags and that's something that's easily recyclable it's these days it's a lot more biodegradable anyways the way they're making um the technology behind some of the paper bags um Mm -hmm. And then, you know, maybe you, it's only, I think they're only a couple bucks, like the reusable bags. Maybe you want to invest in one or two and just try it out and see. Um, I see some people, you know, they'll go into the store with a couple and they still have to get a few plastic bags. And like, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's really cool just to see, you know, the little effort that um, some people are making. And I know that, you know, it does depend on where you live and how, um, maybe the grocery stores or the community you live in kind of promote it. I would say like for me out here living in California, um, if you live here, you already know. And if you don't, you probably have your assumptions and most of them are right. Like people are very green out here, um, eco-friendly a lot more. And, you know, plastic bags are encouraged and something that they, that they have out here, which I think has really helped people is they actually charge you 10 cents per plastic bag. Um, they are not the like very thin plastic bags that that normally you see. They, they actually are like a really nice quality if I had to say so. However, you know, you don't really, you think it's just 10 cents, but like BB said, if you're walking out with 20, 30, 40, 50 trash, not trash bags, sorry, plastic bags, then, you know, that adds up 10 cents. So that's what like really $5, does. so yeah. And and I noticed that you said um, plastic bags are encouraged. I, you meant to say discouraged, right? Oh, my bad. Yes. <laughs> Y'all know what I meant. I meant to say, you know, plastic bags are not encouraged here. Not encouraged. Right. Yeah. And it's because they do charge 10 cents um, per bag. So people typically you'll see a lot more people with reusable bags and, you know, you don't feel kind of weird for bringing your own bag since everyone's doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, so on that note, we, you know, we want you to take the time to start thinking about your own life, your own journey, and the things that you're using on a daily basis. So it doesn't really matter where you start. We are just encouraging you to start wherever that may be. So a really easy way is to consider your habits. So one of those could be, you know, what are you using to take care of your skin? Not only your face, but like, what are you using when you take a shower? How do you lotion, hydrate your body? Um, you know, what kind of perfume are you using? Like all of those things really do matter. Um, what are some other habits that you think, BB, that are pretty like simple to start with or some questions that yeah, our audience some questions can ask to themselves? ask yourself? Um, what are what everyday items do I use? And this is literally every single thing. Just look at everything that you use in a day. And even if you don't think that you'd remember, just even just make a list in your phone, just in your notes. After you use everything that you've used that day, just put it in your notes. And then at the end of the day, go through and look at every product that you used. Okay, where did I buy this product? Is it sustainable? Is it eco-friendly? What company did I buy this from? What are their initiatives? You know, what are they doing? And it, it seems really tedious and it can be, but just take it slow. You know, do one item a day, maybe you you're you're chilling at home and you're sitting down you're like okay well i have that list in my phone let me go and just kind of do a little bit of research on these products that way i can really know what i'm using what is it that i'm using every single day and putting on my skin or just consuming anything like that um and you know how do they affect how do they affect the environment and those are just some things to start with you know don't let it be overwhelming we don't want to overwhelm you <laughs> We're just trying to give you some some ideas and some questions to ask yourselves just to get started with your with your switch journey. Yeah, I think those are really good ideas. And I would say, you know, um, doing research sometimes really can feel empowering, especially when you're looking into um, products that you are spending, you know, your hard earned money on. Um, so have fun with it, you know, look, um, look up things as frequently as you want or once a week. But BB really has encouraged me over the last few years to really just, you know, um, take the time to see what it is that I'm using. And you really will learn a lot. And sometimes um, a lot of dots will get connected. Uh, one example of that, actually, after our first episode, um, we had one of our listeners message us um, and it was a male and he said, wow, like after listening to the first episode, it really made me think about um, what I'm using when I take a shower and kind of some of the things that he's noticing, like maybe skin irritation and things like that. And so that really encouraged him to want to go kind of dive in and see what am I using and what are the reactions of it or, you know, what could happen. So yeah, that, that was like a cool little um, feedback and story that he shared. So I hope that inspires all of you as well. Yeah, we honestly, we've gotten so much amazing feedback just after after episode one. So we're so excited to just continue making episodes and just hearing from you all because you all are what makes this an amazing experience. You're the ones who makes this fun for us. It's for y'all. This is not this is not for us. So we hope that we we hear from you. If you have questions, just anything, ideas, suggestions, please, please feel free to DM us at the switch um, on our Instagram. And we will put that in the show notes as well. So it'll be easily accessible for y'all. 
Yeah. And if you don't have an Instagram, we do have an email address. Um, so send us an email over there, the switch podcast at yahoo.com. Um, but anything else, BB? I think I think we have pretty much everything covered. We don't want to <laughs> we don't want to overwhelm our listeners too much just on the second episode because you know us we can we can talk forever. But this was this was we just can. their their you know our little episode encouraging people to to look at their items and see where they want to start with their switch. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. So um, we will leave you with this quote: "A journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step." Tao Te Ching. I hope I pronounced that correctly. <laughs> um, but on that note, thank you all so much for listening. Um, and we, you know, can't wait to interact more with you all. Yeah, we can't wait to hear from you all. We hope that you have an amazing month of March and we look forward to hearing from you. Stay safe, y'all. <laughs>